everyone. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, November 8th, 2022. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. Herschel Walker just took the lead. I, I'm Jared. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ian. To be fair, I did say interject <laughs> if anything happens. It, li- right. it literally popped up when you said Karen. <laughs> Uh, on this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join in on our conversation, you can go to our Patreon page and uh, sign up, and that will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you could post something to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, well, we will be following uh, elections as things change. Um, I don't think I could pride jared or karen off of their computer screens <laughs> if i wanted to <laughs> no sir um I, I do want to start off with this there is a uh an article it's not exactly like the the best but i thought it was a pretty good place to start 12 races to watch on election day it's on uh huffington post i say it's not the best because it, it says 12 elections to watch and then it doesn't like list them it, you have to, like, scroll through and, like, there's a whole bunch of, you know, information about each one before you can get to the next one. And, like, Oz and Fetterman are, like, way down on the list. I'm like, oh, come on. Really? <laughs> um, it starts off with three races in Virginia, actually, that they say are bellwether house races. Uh, basically, that depending on how these go... Uh, you can tell how well the Democrats are going to do because the races are fairly tight, I guess. There is no way that this is accurate, but I'm dying to hear it because I'm pretty <laughs> sure the media is almost unlimited bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> they just speculate about whatever they want for everything is, oh, the Democrats are coming back. It's a blue wave. Nope, it's a red wave. No, it's a blue wave. All right, here, we've got it all figured out. No, no, out. no, you're, miss- you're missing right. it, Ian, because... They figure this shit go and they go, okay, look at this small ass county here. Now, back in nineteen eighty four, when it was a two when it was a Tuesday <laughs> and the moon was in blood red formation, it voted this way. But now look at it when Donald Trump was here. Now look at it when Hillary Clinton it's like it's nothing matters. None of that means no. anything. Right. And things are bellwethers until they're not. Right. Just right. Because, you know, you're finding pa- you know, patterns and coincidence. Because this so, county voted this way, this other way. And obviously, nobody moved out of this county or moved into this county. The population is exactly right. the same. Their, rep- their their views never change. Yeah. So clearly, we can tell that, yeah, it's all it's not all bullshit, but man, it's leading right. that way. It, honestly, man, I feel like it's just filler. They have so many mm. hours in the night to talk about this. And I'm like, I'm like, I love this shit. I couldn't fill fucking 12 hours, <laughs> you know, over and over again. I did love yeah, the fact that CNN had a thing up saying that our coverage starts at 4 p.m. And yet that's all they talked about all day. Like, what was changing at 4 p.m.? I don't know. <laughs> Extra Nothing. coverage. They don't, I mean, no no results started coming in until I think the first state was at 6 p.m. And it was, yeah, I don't know, it's like Vermont. So I mean, nothing starts until 8, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Just stop it. But on, I do also. Okay. I was gonna say I do understand in the twenty-four hour news cycle why you have to do this because if you're <laughs> like CNN is my go-to news source. Hey, I just want to get some election updates to see what's going on. If they're talking about anything else but the election, I'm switching the fucking channel. Right. True. You know, Could sure. they speculate right, less yeah. though and just talk about what's going on? Well, <laughs> it's what kills me, and this is always this has always bothered me since Trump got elected is the coldness, roboticness of how they. 
report these things. Like, mm. the fact that dumbass Herschel Walker just pulled ahead, nobody's like, what the fuck is wrong with that state? How could this be happening? <laughs> Who could, in their right mind, vote for that moron? <laughs> Raphael Warnock is back in the lead again now. He is, so. he is. So, well, I don't know. Yeah. I can't tell. They're constantly picking small counties and showing me who's winning there. But, yes, it looks like right. Warnock is ahead again. Yeah. So I do want to mention Maryland um, off the bat because I find it odd uh, 1% reporting, they've already called it, and hmm. uh, the person that they called it for is losing 63% to 36%. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> but they've already called it. But nah. they called it for the Democrat, Chris Van Hollen. So uh, apparently they've got some, you know, <laughs> inside baseball. Like, they know exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. And Right. Now, granted, it's Maryland, so I get it. But yeah. I mean, it's like calling Chuck Schumer for New York. I mean, only 8% of the votes are in, but Chuck Schumer's going to win. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's New York. <laughs> so the two races that I also am very interested in, uh, Fetterman and Oz, currently 11%. Fetterman is ahead uh, significantly at 68% mm. of the vote. Oz has 29% of the vote. So that's that's significant. And like you guys said, uh, Warnock is ahead by a slim margin. Yeah, he had quite uh, well. Well, it just went from fifty-one to like forty-six. So for Warnock, but now it's he has he has to win more than fifty percent. Right, but he has to win more than fifty percent, or they go to a runoff. Well, no, he's, right. he, he's at fifty-one percent. So oh, right, but it needs to be fifty-one percent of the total vote, though. Not right. No, no, no. no. I'm just saying. As of, listen, just because a second ago it was fifty-one Walker and right, but uh, do they have a libertarian running in Georgia? Uh, they do. Chase Oliver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think he's got like. 900 votes, so... <laughs> yeah. Right. No, actually, he's got 44,000. Yep. Yeah. He's got 2% of the vote. In in Pennsylvania, the Libertarian is getting a, a you know, single-digit percentage, but it's not insignificant. Good, good yep. on you, Libertarians. You're always trying. Yep. Good effort. Good effort. Uh, so, just in this article, it talks about the three the three bellwether in, in Virginia. Uh, Elaine Loria... Abigail Spanberger and Jennifer Wexton. Uh, they are described as a moderate defense hawk. Um, another, uh, the second one is another moderate, and then the third one is described as a mainstream liberal. I don't <laughs> really know what these things mean, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, apparently those are the ones to watch. And uh, there's there's nothing on the three of them uh, as of yet. I'm, ass- I'm assuming mainstream liberal is a. <laughs> Corporate Democrat. Uh, sure. I, like I said, yeah. I don't know what mainstream liberal means. Like, that seems... Well, you can't go shitbag Democrat, but... So they just call it mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You know, kind of like like a Nancy Pelosi. Mm. Uh, apparently, another one to watch is Matt Cartwright in uh, Pennsylvania's 8th Pennsylvania. District. That's my boy. Is... That's my district. Yeah. Yeah. And Fuck that Jim Bognet. <laughs> apparently Biden's home district as well. He was where he was born. So Scranton. What? I'm in the same place as Scranton. I don't know. That's what that's what this is said. Race to represent Joe Biden's hometown. Really? Yeah, I mean, they count all of northeastern PA as Joe Biden's hometown. Uh, I guess that's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. If it's in Nepa, yeah, it's yeah. Biden country. Nepa? I've never heard it referred Nepa. to as that. Northeastern you, Pennsylvania. You see, now you're correct, Karen. That is how it should be pronounced, but we all pronounce it Nipa here. I don't really? know where we get the long E from. Yeah. I've never but, heard it called that at all. I've just heard it called Northeast PA. 
I've never. Mm. This must be an out of Nepa area thing that you guys call it that because we don't call it Nepa here. Yeah, up here, up here in Nepa, we call it Nepa. We just call it, we, we call it the Poconos. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's like Southern Nepa. <laughs> I live in the Poconos, Ian. Oh, okay. But yeah, actually, Jared, I don't know what our districts look like anymore since the redistricting has happened. I don't think they're quite as overtly. No, I looked it up. They were all pretty good. Like there was no weird shit of them, like like a weird sliver stretching all the way out to Williamsport. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Ours is pretty weird. State College got divided in half and the surrounding area is, I mean, the predominant amount. So I think I think State College got carved up to be Republican. Yep, we Uh, definitely did. Really? I noticed at my voting place, it used to just be District 2, but now in the same facility, there's a District 1 as well. And I was like, oh, things got shuffled around. Hmm. All right. I'm we going shall see. To, unless something else comes up. Well, if anything else comes up, like I said, feel free to interject. Uh, I'm going to hit some of the follow-up things. So I wanted to uh, to start off with Elmer Stewart Rhodes testifying in the second day of the Oath Keepers' seditious conspiracy trial. Um, he basically said the Oath Keepers, the Oath Keepers aren't to blame. They're not to blame hmm. at all. Oath Keepers are, were, were just keepers of the peace. We were there to protect certain people like Roger Stone and, and others. Like we, we were just there to keep everybody safe. Anybody who went into the Capitol, they were not following the Oath Keepers' orders. They were doing it on their own. Uh-huh. So throw all your members under the bus. Got it. Seriously. So I thought that was uh, I thought that was interesting. He he wants Is this to the save same his guy who before he was on trial said that he was responsible for all operational and tactical command on this mission. <laughs> I believe so. Yes, mm. yeah. but then he must have missed that part. <laughs> per his testimony, everybody who went into the Capitol broke with him. Oh, uh-huh. yep. So then- even so, he was in charge, so he was responsible for making sure that they didn't do that. <laughs> Right. No, clearly not. Here. We're not that organized. <laughs> <laughs> I did see another, another trial just started. They were doing jury selection for the Pennsylvania lady that stole Pelosi's laptop. Oh. So that, that should be in the news as well. Oh, she's the, the, she's the, the same lady, lady who got... returned it for some reason? I guess she must have known the heat was on. No, she tried to sell it to a Russian. Oh! She, well, what she thought was a Russian. <laughs> <laughs> she also got out for good behavior to go to the Ren Faire, too. So, yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She had a promising swimming career ahead of her. Right. <laughs> I guess. I love that artist sketch of that of the dude from the Oath Keeper. He just looks like a friendly insurrectionist right there. <laughs> I don't know. I just got a breaking news report about uh, Abbott, and I don't know. Nothing going on. Is he dead? Um, That's a, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, another tree, another tree. Come on, baby. <laughs> You couldn't give me two billion dollars. Give me this instead. <laughs> now, like, I, I, it was like uh, basically breaking news. There's an election tonight. Oh, like it was that. Um, I totally blame Microsoft. It was in Microsoft News. Mm. Um, all right. Uh, next thing in follow up. This is kind of follow up. Salman Rushdie, not related to Salman Rushdie, but in some way, uh, the United States is actually imposing more financial pen- penalties on an Iranian-based organization that raised money to have Salman Rushdie killed. So wow. it's called 15 Kordad Foundation. 
They raised a bounty of 3.3 million, claiming that the sum will be given to anyone who assassinated Salman Rushdie. Um, so the sanctions have been against that organization, uh, levied by the Treasury's Office for Foreign Asset Control. Uh, the sanctions pre prohibit them from really doing much of anything with uh, the United States or any financial assets held by the United States. So that's good. It seems yeah. like the least you can do, but yeah. Surprised I guess it the wasn't least you could do would, would be nothing. Yeah. Surprised there wasn't already, you know, pretty heavy sanctions on them. They weren't kind of, they weren't really, you know, shy about their purpose. Right. Let it go, people. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, religion. Uh, this is on top of other sanctions that were put in place after the death of uh, Masa Amini uh, in September. The, the, the whole spark for the protests that have been happening in Iran. Yeah. Right. Okay. So there were financial penalties for that as well. This seems a bit more – the penalties are stronger, but they're really focused around the one foundation, not the government in general. So Sure. Yeah. Uh, another follow-up. We talked about Rainbow Fentanyl and yeah. all the satanic panic-related fears about your kids are going to get Rainbow Fentanyl in their candy. And guess how many uh, actual reports of Rainbow Fentanyl or any other things in children's candy this year? What? None. None. Oh. Zero. Of course none. <laughs> Damn. We didn't get them this year. <laughs> I hoped. I even took my son to the shady part of town and nothing. <laughs> so you were trying? Is that what I get from that? Hey, if people were giving up free fentanyl. Should have taken it to my house. See, expensive. I, see, that was where we should have coordinated. I was trying to give away free drugs, and you wanted your son to get free drugs. You should have came here. <laughs> oh, man. Nobody came to my door. Sorry, so, you know, I, It was a long drive. Yeah, so I took the free the drugs I had, and I just threw them out backside. Outside. Right yeah. on. Just give them to the squirrels. I mean, why sell it? You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another follow up. Joe Rogan uh, admitted that the story he told Tulsi Gabbard about uh, schools installing litter boxes for furry children <laughs> to uh, use the restroom in their litter box. He admitted that that was that was all just made up. Uh, kinda. And, duh. Kinda. Kinda admitted it. <laughs> kinda. Really? Because <laughs> they're saying. This article on Daily Mail is basically saying that, yeah, he he admitted that uh, it was that that it has no proof. I watched. No I proof. saw the tape. He okay. kind of did it. The uh, it got brought up by somebody else. It's not like he was like, hey, I need to make a statement on this. So his yeah. guest brought it up. And then and then Joe Rogan's like, oh, yeah. In regards to that, uh, he, he explained the story a little bit more. He basically was just like, yeah, the version of the story or the, the school that I thought might not be right. That's all he said. He didn't go, I'm absolutely wrong. That did not happen. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, but he walked it back a little bit. A little all bit. Right. Yeah. Because even the, the woman he claims who worked there doesn't work there anymore. And I guess they tried to call the school or something like that. And they didn't get an answer or something to that effect. But. <laughs> I mean, hopefully from this, he has learned that, you know, he shouldn't spread rumors. <laughs> Joe Joe Rogan learned. You're funny. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hope for a honestly, like, I mean, it's dumb that he would do that, but it's even dumber when you hear actual people who are on getting elected today talking about yeah. that shit. I mean, he, he's a meathead. He's an idiot. We know this. 
He's, it, people find him entertaining. But if you're actually running for an office, don't listen to Joe Rogan. What are you doing? <laughs> also, I mean, and I understand, like, facts don't really matter anymore. But nobody's hey, like, yeah. hey, is there, is there actual documentation of this? Did anybody take a picture? I mean, does everybody's phone have a camera on it? <laughs> and no one took a picture of this kitty litter box, huh? Or the kids shitting in them. Amazing. <laughs> and I think what Joe Rogan says is that it started... The the way it got started was there was someone like there was a furry convention or something, and one person in the convention asked for a litter box, and they said no <laughs> to that person. Fair enough, <laughs> but a convention, nothing to do with the school, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I mean, not to say that you don't know this because Ian is already in this camp, but it nothing is going to matter anymore as far as what people report on. Nobody believes anything, and you only believe what you want. I mean, if anybody watched the, the those Jordan Klepper clips, yeah, yeah, yeah I watched them sometimes. Who was like, "What are you talking about? January sixth was the most peaceful rally anybody's ever seen. The birds were singing, the sun was shining." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, what about all the footage of this?" She's like, "Oh, I just turned it off and pretended like I never saw it." <laughs> yeah, and he's she like, "So he said that." And he goes, "So it only matters what your reality is, not what actually happened." And she's like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> End of story. I didn't like that part, so I turned it off. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Give it up, CNN. You might as well just pack it in. Nobody cares about news anymore. Nope. I have at least half the people on my Facebook belie- uh, Facebook food actually believe that Paul Pelosi was in a gay relationship with that man and got caught wearing women's clo- uh, lingerie. And they were fighting oh, over the wow. hammer. I guess they were going to do something sexual with the hammer. And then he decided to break up with him. And that's why he got... I mean, this is like... This isn't funny shit. This is truth. Right. Yeah. Wow. It's just amazing. I don't. Yeah. 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 It's even it's it's like it's beyond idiocracy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it's willful, too, because they say it with a smile. They know they're lying. It's just really entertaining. Yeah. To say it. And and even when like presented with like, because, you know, there's a bunch of people do with that Jordan Klepper one where they they're like, oh, no, Trump is still president. And then he goes, oh, so Trump is to blame for all the things you're bitching about, inflation and gas prices. <laughs> uh, well, uh, no, 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 no. Well, you just said he's president. <laughs> oh, well, he's doing that to show us what it would be like if Joe Biden was actually president. <laughs> and he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, then. I, I, hear, I was going to say, that. well, again, to, to follow that same thing, because I think this was a different clip. He was like. Oh, no, it was just, this was a different guy who his uh, – I can't remember his name right now, but he does Jordan Klepper-esque things. Right. And he came, he was interviewing someone, and he said, so according to you, abortion is murder. And the guy was like, absolutely, it's murder. And he said, so what you're saying is because uh, Herschel Walker paid for an abortion, he's a murderer. So you support a murderer for the Senate. Oops. And the guy's like, well, let me talk in circles for a couple minutes. And he said – so is abortion murder? And the guy said, <laughs> yes. So the guy who paid for it is a murderer. Well, no, but he's like, so if I give someone else money to kill you, then I'm not guilty? And the guy's like, well, that's, uh, you know, I'm going to talk in circles and then walk away. And I was like, all right, got him. I'm surprised that he did not retort with, well, God forgave him, though. <laughs> that's a good point. You can yeah. always be forgiven. Yeah. If he did it yeah. or if he didn't. If he didn't do it, he's great. And if he did do it, God forgave him, and he's still great. Right. That's when he was young. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a hilarious joke. I don't know. It might have been a meme where they said, 
Herschel Walker is only two abortions away from getting a free sub. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, we kind of moved back on the politics anyway. So, hey, let's uh, let's let's do Uh the next thing there. Uh, This was actually from Penn Live. There's an article about the fact that nuns, meaning those who mark none as their religion, uh, are a not only uh, growing, but that they are the one of the most active political or most active groups politically. So <laughs> if you look at the number of evangelicals that look forward to election, that know about what's going on in the election and stuff, and you compare it like evangelicals and you break it all down, Lutherans and whatever, the nuns have the highest percentage of political activism uh, of all the religious groups. So <laughs> I think I think that's a good thing. So can we – Might be a little we, late. What is the issue? But, do we need them get to, to move to Kansas now? Because it doesn't seem to be affecting much. <laughs> right. Because you can't they're, – they're impossible to motivate and mobilize and organize. You take someone who's – all right, let's, let's – well, obviously we'll say Ray is the exception. But we'll say anybody else – who has ever purchased a gun in their life. All I have to do is pick up a microphone and say, vote for someone else. They're taking away your guns. Done. (laughs) We're done. Every single gun owner in America is going to not vote for that person because I told you they're going to take away their guns, except for, you know, Ray. I think it's more than me, but we're talking a low percentage. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, (laughs) The same way that there's more than me that's, you know, a traditional Republican. There's not. They're all nutsos. Mm. Well, maybe <laughs> me, Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney don't make up a caucus. Maybe it's a situation <laughs> where if you do put none down there and I'm just speculating that if you do, you might be a little more intelligent than the average person, maybe not as susceptible to being manipulated. So when the when these people go, I'm taking away your gun and these sheep go, OK, I'm voting for you. But when they come up with <laughs> something for the none, none goes, well, I do like that, but what else have you got on the table here? Let me think about this right. for a minute. And by the time they're thinking about it, the fucking election's over, and fucking Herschel Walker is a goddamn <laughs> senator of the United <laughs> States of America. <laughs> right. Right. And obviously, I do mean the majority. There are more rays out there than I realize, but mm. they are the vast minority. Vast. Well, yeah, I, I guess in the, that- in the respect that, Ray, when you want to buy a new gun, Right, mm-hmm. you see, you're reading your gun magazine or whatever you do to find a new gun. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get a gun magazine. I'm okay, sure. Right, and you're like, damn, I want the new Max Luger 28X. Blah blah blah. You go <laughs> right, but I want it, and I need to have it immediately right now. <laughs> I cannot wait <laughs> any amount of time for this thing. <laughs> will you throw a fit, or will you wait the amount of time that you need to wait to get it? I have never waited to purchase a gun, but I would. Well, that's even scarier. Why not? Because <laughs> uh, I have never in lived in a state that had a, <laughs> oh, that's a rule right. about you live in Pennsylvania. Jeez, yeah. wait yeah. a minute. So, like, I know like handguns and shit, but like, if you wanted like some like an AR-15, you wouldn't have to wait for that either in Pennsylvania. No, a long gun. No. Oh, good. All right. Now those are semi-automatic. You can't. I mean. If you were talking like that's fully yeah, automatic, that's harder, militarized, yeah. <laughs> you have to have a class three license, and that's a whole thing with an FBI investigation, and which is something that I regularly reference that we we do have weapons right. that you can't just go out and buy. Well, but like right. a, 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 an AR fifteen that is semi automatic, yeah, you can just you go buy one. Okay, but 
if 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 I told you I'm like new law, two weeks you got to wait for any gun you want to buy. Yeah. Okay. Are you an adult and you'd be like, hey, cool, I'll get it in two weeks. What's the big not only deal? that, I would back voting for that law. <laughs> you know what I'm starting to think is a lot of these gun owners don't play video games, and I'll tell you why. Because they make us wait forever for a fucking video game. They tease that <laughs> shit five years in advance, and we wait it That's out. That's true. Be like, oh, yeah. And usually we're disappointed. I Like, I wish these fucking game developers, don't tell me till two weeks. Two weeks till the fucking game. I don't want to hear a fucking word about it. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to think about it. Do that with guns. <laughs> two weeks. If I could wait two weeks for a fucking game that I wanted to play, the world would be a better yeah. place. Because I yeah, would be some happier. games, it's more like two years. Two yeah. years? I, I mean, Jesus Christ, some games I'm still waiting for. It's been like 10. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I enjoyed the analogy, though. I also, I enjoyed it about as much as I, 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 I love the, and again, I still, I still separate Ray from the pack, but in this instant, the ho-hum attitude where, oh, well, if it's just a normal semi-automatic, God, you have to squeeze the trigger if you want to shoot multiple bullets. You can only put out like eight to ten rounds a second. That thing's a snore fest. I can't hurt anybody with that. It's just a normal semi-automatic weapon. Those are for faggots. Well, <laughs> Jesus Christmas. A normal semi-automatic weapon. Fuck. How much more killing power do you people need? I, I specifically wanted to make the distinction because when you said AR-15, I would, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I I agree that, that yes, that they are too, you know, manufactured. And I'm just, I I I don't know. I tend to think that semi-automatic fire <laughs> can produce plenty of death. You are yeah. correct. Yeah, just look around every day. All right, back to uh, back to politics. Yeah, I've heard of those. Uh, Ronda Sanctimonious. Uh. <laughs> I'm not even going to explain that. I don't think it's worth it. Uh, but there no. is an article on Only Sky from Hemometa about the Ron DeSantis <laughs> ad. Have you guys yeah. seen oh, is this, this ad? Is this the on the eighth day ad? Yes. yes. Oh my God. <laughs> it is amazingly bad. Uh, basically, it declares that on the eighth day, after resting, God created Ron DeSantis to fight for your rights. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, it's, it's something. It's yeah. You should probably. This is one of the most horrendous, cringeworthy ads I have ever seen. I, I uh, yeah. It plays right. I think it's a great ad. I mean, it. <laughs> it, it, it huh, I mean, if you are either. I mean, you got to get. First of all, the evangelicals are easy to get fired up. So this ad, this ad speaks right to them. Even if it doesn't speak to them, because as we pointed out, most of them are disingenuous liars. Uh, you know, it gives them something to fall back on. Well, I mean, I've got to vote for DeSantis. He's he's a man of God. Mm -hmm. He is a he is a Christian warrior fighting for our freedom against Disney. <laughs> against, against Disney. Disney. <laughs> he's 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 bussing. Immigrants, a hundred a time to different cities. That guy is a hero. Yep. Yeah, I that's <laughs> I love that spooky Paul Harvey voiceover where it tells you that he was <laughs> a gift from God sent to save America. <laughs> yeah, as a fighter, uh, this is from the article. He bullies trans kids, uses taxpayer money to uh, add suffering to refugees, punishes the Special Olympics for prioritizing safety measures. Arrest people for voting after they've been told that they could. Promotes By the state. Sorry. What's that? 
<laughs> by the state they were told that they could vote. Right. Promotes yeah. religious indoctrination in public classrooms and attacks Disney for just supporting LGBTQ rights. I wouldn't even say supporting right. for just going, well, we're not so sure about that thing you did. Right. Yeah. We don't love how much you hate them. So he's a warrior for attacking people who are, I don't know, reliant on him in any way for anything. Like, and what has been... he done for anybody in that state that's positive other than just fucking around with other people? Well, he has uh, the I think the, the appeal is that he, he is known nationally and he is a contender for 2024 and people have state pride. And so they they just reelected him at 59 percent of the vote. What the, so. what the fuck is wrong with that state? What is because I just saw Marco Rubio one, too. Yep. What it's, the it's, fuck has Marco Rubio done for anybody in Florida? What has any Republican done for well, right. their people? It, I mean, they don't produce bills. They don't do anything. They just bicker and, and send people and do stupid shit. They don't actually they help people legislate. understand who is to blame uh. <laughs> and help you direct your hate in that direction. That's yeah. their function. Like I'm, and then they pick your pockets when you're not looking. I, I'm just yeah. confused because, like, I know there's a lot of Jews down in Florida, and I know Jews definitely mostly go Democrat. So what is going on? And then I was like, are there any black people in Florida? And then I forgot that he wouldn't let them vote. So, <laughs> right, right. The Latino community is not allowed to vote. The black people aren't allowed to vote. No, they want the Latinos yeah, to vote because they they're into that new machismo thing. They like this shit. Although I think they were a little mad at DeSantis when he bust those immigrants, but that was like a month ago, Ian. Ancient right. uh, well, history. <laughs> I remember uh, was it? they didn't bust them. He, remember, he bust Venezuelans, not Cubans. The Cuban is uh, community in Florida is the big, powerful uh, Hispanic mm. community. Sweet. And, He's never going to come for you guys. You just relax. Yeah. Just kick back. He supports you. I, I just yeah, like totally. I, it's crazy. I can't. I, I, I was. I'm just like, Marco Rubio, in for a third term. Like, we're going to be dealing with Marco Rubio to the day I die. Yeah. Like, he's just going to be a thing. This useless yeah, probably just hanging like, around. Again, once, right. And once the state or, you know, wherever they are is, you know, gerrymandered to the point where it's, you know, irretrievable, you are correct, Jared. I watched a video today where Ted Cruz was in the Houston Astros victory parade and people oh, were hitting great. him in the head with cans of white cloth. I saw yeah. the video. It's booing amazing. him and screaming at him. Yeah, and he's going to win. He's always going to win. No matter how badly he does and how low his popularity is and regardless of how many votes he receives or doesn't receive, he is going to win. He is going to be the senator from Texas after you and I die. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah, I, I, you're right. Because I said that when I saw that video, I go, that was in his state that happened. Yes. I'm like, how does... I mean, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> a little update. Oz is catching up to Fetterman right now. <laughs> yeah. But it's only 24% in. Yeah, still got a ways to go. Uh, more importantly, though, the governor, uh, yeah, Mastriano, is out. at 37%. Shapiro's at 60%. 62. Yeah, that's, that's a bigger gap. Yeah, well, Shapiro made, uh, you know, for not hearing one thing or even knowing what the fucker looked like, mm. man, he didn't make the, he came out of busting out of the gate at that rally. Yeah. Like, that's being shared all over the internet as, like, a rallying cry for all Democrats, not just Pennsylvania. They're like, this guy, he's got potential. You got the goods, kid. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they said to him. Yeah, no, he's, he's uh, hesitant to say that he's a rising star <laughs> in the Democratic Party. 
But I don't think he is because he just does his job in a really positive way. I think that's why I, I, I like him. Yeah, he's, he's just an administrator. He does a good job. He's not pretending to be a celebrity. Yeah, right. also I heard that he actually does stuff for people and gets them done, uh, not yeah. for his own benefit. Right. Real quickly, back to that Ted Cruz thing, getting hit with the with the beer can or the White Claw mm-hmm. can. <laughs> Did you notice how when, when he got assaulted like that, I didn't immediately go, oh, was he in a gay relationship with the man who threw that at him? <laughs> oh, is there a little uh, the honeymoon's over with his gay lover? <laughs> yeah, I can't be sure, but... There may be a tiny element of truth to this. Yeah. Better tweet it mm. out. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that it did, but just asking questions. How do we know that yeah. that, gay, that Ted Cruz isn't gay and right. that his lover was mad that he wasn't in the parade with him and threw something at him? Right. We'll never know. Or he was he was jealous because he saw Ted on the, 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 the Jeep or the Humvee with that other guy. Yeah. And assumed that they were... You know, he was a side piece or something. I don't know. It could have been. Well, Ian, my friend's I mean, wife's cousin uh, was in Houston that day. Oh, okay. And was standing near that man who threw it. And this guy said, <laughs> I love you, Ted Cruz. Why would you treat me this way? And threw that at him. <laughs> oh. So That's even, yeah, that, that I mean, that that's in line with you know, my friend who has also a cousin who has a sister who lives in Houston, saw the guy with a white claw can saw him throw it noticed that he was wearing a hawaiian shirt you can assume from that that he was homosexual <laughs> well i would just assume i mean i derived that he was homosexual because he was drinking a white claw <laughs> but and wearing a hawaiian right, shirt yeah, confirmed yeah. so i mean really how I, read between the lines recuclicans little snowflakes i also uh, i also heard that it wasn't uh that it was actually uh antifa that threw the white claw <laughs> yeah nice they threw a can of black lives matter at uh-huh. him <laughs> all right um i wanted to mention uh this this new amendment in tennessee amendment four um uh-oh. in tennessee is asking i say uh-oh because you started with tennessee but... yeah mm-hmm. it's asking voters to strike a ban on ministers serving in the the state legislature. Right. So currently, there is a it's it's pretty much oh. unenforceable. But there's a ban on ministers uh, serving in les- legislature, and um, yeah, it it says no minister of the gospel or priest of any denomination, whatever, shall be eligible to a seat in either house of the le- legislature. Um, so there are people who are trying to strike that, and they're doing it in Amendment 4, which is apparently on the Tennessee ballot. Here's the reason that that's kind of problematic. They are only looking to strike the ban on ministers and not the equal ban on anyone who is an atheist from serving hmm. office. So the article specifies no ministers and no atheists. And they're trying to strike out the minister section. Nice. No person who denies the being of God shall hold any office. Yo. Now, nah. neither one of those have been enforced. Uh, the minister ban for at least 40 years uh, has not been enforced. So it really doesn't matter. But at the same time... It could. On, really? Yeah, it could. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to strike the minister one and then start enforcing the atheist one? That's what I'm seeing. Oh, yeah. Wow. So it's not as bad as you probably thought when I first said Tennessee, but <laughs> right. it's still pretty bad. 
All right, another uh, governor candidate in New Mexico. There's a pastor, Pastor Steve Smotherman. Whoa, um, not, who's a good, openly, not a good name. <laughs> not a good name. Um, <laughs> he is openly declaring for Mark Ronchetti, who is running for governor, but he is also saying that, look, I know that the the GOP, the governor, it, he's he's running and he's saying that he's trying to run middle ground. Um, and publicly, the guy running for governor has said that as far as abortion goes, um, he says he's the reasonable one. He only wants to ban the procedure after 15 weeks, with exceptions for rape, incest, and life of the mother. But this pastor is saying to his congregation no in private this guy tells me he's banning it completely he wants mm. to see it off the books he's he's like making a big deal about it and of course he's doing this in church which violates the johnson amendment as well but as we talked about before nobody nobody gives a shit about that no <laughs> so yeah he's he's trying to get his congregation behind this uh this guy running for governor by saying that he's not middle of the road he's absolutely banned in every case and i don't i don't know which to believe and i don't know that i care (laughs) (laughs) right it's all bad and one of them's lying yeah yeah who's lying the the priest or the guy running for governor Eh. yeah probably both both. yeah yeah (laughs) uh still not as bad as my next pastor what is this guy's name joe jones is this joe smother her (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> i love this guy's i and by love i mean it's scary uh this guy's like I, ambo i don't know what they he calls it in his the the pedestal that he stands behind to speak i don't know in his church if it's called an ambo or not but in any case it's the shield of faith ministries catchy name um mm-hmm. and yeah he's got shields and swords as his like symbols so he's at war uh, according to him, uh, in his sermon, and this is something that's recorded and you could watch it, uh, he says that abortion doctors should be put to death and that the government should take them and slice them up. Well, he's pro-life, evidently. <laughs> yeah, clearly pro-life. Uh, there is no hatred like Christian love. <laughs> yeah. It's magnificent. It's so Christ-like. <laughs> Everything. Wrapped up in self in uh, self righteousness, it's truly yeah. impressive. They're really obsessed with blood, aren't they? Mm. They always talk about blood and being wrapped in blood, blood this, blood that. Well, it's I yeah. mean, the whole religion is based on the blood of Christ. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, the sacrifice, um, the sacrifice that makes no sense. <laughs> the idea that you know Christ died for your sins. Who was it? Um, Ricky Gervais. I stub my toe for your mortgage. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, it's the whole scapegoat thing, and it's it's all based on you know Jesus's blood, right? So yeah, blood is is a sacred thing, I guess. But yeah, take them, take the abortion doctors and slice them. He also said that the woman should be arrested, but the abortion doctor should be put to death, sliced up. And he accuses that the people who want abortions are sick, absolutely sick. I don't. I don't think he has the right people who are sick. Yeah, yeah. but but I mean, right? That... There's exactly one person <laughs> promoting murder in this scenario, <laughs> and it is him. Yeah. Well, not in his mind. He's he's retaliating against murder with 
with much more worse murder. murder. <laughs> yeah. Yes. In his mind. Actual murder? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it's not like we're, you know, like when there is an abortion, if you do actually believe that that's murder, at the very least, we're not taking the fetuses out and kicking them around the room and having a good time and slicing them up just for the fun of it. <laughs> you know, hmm. he's like, I'm going to do you one better. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to take your murder and times it by five <laughs> because that's what Jesus wanted. Yeah, exactly. The thing that worries me about this is that the more people talk this way is the more crazy people come out of the woodwork and hit people in the head with hammers. I mean, this is not going to slow down. It's only going to accelerate. Well, hopefully Elon right. Musk will tank Twitter and that'll be one less place that people can listen to this dumb shit. <laughs> oh, so I have a theory about that. So right now, uh, Trump is stuck in uh, Truth Social, right? He can't get out because if Truth Social fails, it will be another, you know, failure with his name attached to it. I think right. Elon will buy Truth Social and combine them together, taking the best of both. And that way it gets Trump gets back on Twitter. Um, Trump gets out of the whole um, Truth Social problem and Elon becomes a hero to the GOP. Does Elon really have the money to be thrown around like that now? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> it keeps getting more loans, so... Although, mm. I don't know. What, what is True Social going to run them? 18 bucks? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the, the the stock is tanking for the holding company. So, yeah, it, it'll be a bargain. Not True Fitty. <laughs> Maybe. And somehow, and somehow uh, Trump will pocket a whole bunch of money out of the deal. All right. Next thing I have under religious crap, religious nonsense. Cooking the Book of Mormon. Uh, this is a video link. So just be warned. It takes you to YouTube. But... What it is, is 60 Minutes Australia did a report on the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and they called it Cooking the Book of Mormon. Uh, apparently, they the church directed its members to send their tithes to a shell company in order to exploit a loophole in Australian law. The law allows for tax exemptions for charity organizations, but it does not permit that for religious institutions. According to the report, the Latter-day Saints Church has been lightening the pockets of Australian tax office by $400 million. Ooh. So they're taking in money, but they're taking it in through a quote-unquote charity organization so that it doesn't get taxed. And mm. then that pretty much, that, that charity organization is completely controlled by the church. So they're they're getting away with the tithing their you know, their parishioners without uh, paying taxes that they should be paying. Is Australia going after them for it? I didn't actually listen to the uh, the whole thing, but uh, I, I believe so. I mean, 60 Minutes is like, hey, what you going to do about this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you like 60 Minutes and you like an Australian accent, this is right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> Love a good Australian accent. <laughs> All right, that's all I have on the religious stuff. Uh, let's move on to, I've got a couple things in medical news. Um, I thought this was interesting. Uh, anyone here allergic to penicillin? Not to my knowledge. I am not. Nope. According to this article, 10% of Americans uh, surveyed report to being allergic to penicillin. Hmm. But actually, less than 1% of the population is actually allergic. 80% of the people... Who's, who have uh, allergy to penicillin, lose their sensitivity after about 10 years. Hmm. So, 
There's several different reasons for the numbers to be too high. One, false diagnosis. Um, several people who think they're allergic to penicillin got a rash after taking penicillin, but more often the case is the rash actually came from what you were taking the penicillin for, not <laughs> the penicillin. So what it suggests is, hey, if you think you're allergic to penicillin and haven't had a skin test, you should go get a skin test because that is near 100% accurate. Sure. I mean, um, I, I'm guessing they don't really use penicillin specifically that much anymore, but I'm no. guessing it's the whole family of antibiotics. Correct. Correct. Okay. It is hmm. still the drug of choice for syphilis. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, good to know. <laughs> also strep throat. Uh, certain types of pneumonia and other infections. Mm. Penicillin is the drug of choice. So desensitization. There's also the fact that uh, if you were previously allergic to penicillin, you may not be anymore. So again, go ask to be tested. Um, mm. The take-home message. Uh, if you think you're allergic, there's a good chance you're not or that you have become desensitized. So yeah, go, go get tested before you tell your doctor you can't take the drug that would be best for your situation. <laughs> exactly. And while you're there, take that same test that will tell you, no, you're not allergic to gluten. Stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a complicated test, but yes, you should. If you think you are, test to make sure. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that's the new, I'm actually 10% uh, Native American. <laughs> <laughs> they can test or that too. Not at the same place, but no. Yeah. I Grinch, I don't know if it's used for the clap. I have no idea. It wasn't listed in the article, so. <laughs> uh, this is something that uh, I wasn't aware of. RSV. Uh, what does that stand for? Respiratory syncytial virus? I don't know how you pronounce that second word. Uh, in any case, it's often mistaken for the common cold. Uh, however, if, uh, if babies or uh, the elderly, uh, it can be way more dangerous. It has a lot of the symptoms of the common cold, but it can cause swelling of the lung tissue, which in babies can cause the baby to not be able to get enough oxygen. Uh, pretty much the same in, in the elderly. It's just it takes longer and ha has more fallout possibilities because of the, you know, the older tissue. But in any case, this is a basically a, you know, common cold strain that they have now, Pfizer says, they have now developed a vaccine for. Hmm. So I, mean, I thought they were, uh, yeah, I've read a story that they were working on a vaccine previously, but it really just wasn't worth it because they didn't think that people would vaccinate their kids against, RS, against RSV because it doesn't hospitalize that many kids. But this year it's been exploding. So they're like, okay, fine. Here's the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. The The hospitalization are six times higher this year than they were in 2019. Mm. And a lot, even if you're being hospitalized because of a cold, a lot of times it's misdiagnosed and people don't, don't actually test for RSV. So in any case, uh, according to their studies of the people immun immunized with this vaccine, 68, 69% uh, were not needed to be hospitalized. 60, 69% lower than previous to the vaccine. So mm. that that's pretty good. But it, it, it definitely is. Uh, right now, a lot of the country is going through an RSV, flu, and COVID trifecta. And uh, yeah, in work environments, so many people are out right now because their kids have one of the three or you know, two of the three right. at the same time. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm hearing most pediatric wards are full up right now. Mm. Yep. And it's RSV, flu, COVID. 
or in combo. So according to uh, uh, the article, in the United States, the infection of RSV leads to about 58,000 hospitalizations a year, 100 to 300 deaths among children. So uh, reducing that by 60-some percent, yeah. that's, uh, that's pretty significant. Yep. Anyway, medical advances. I thought that was interesting. That and it's, yeah. it's, it's not actually talking about COVID. So, you know. <laughs> Although, you know, Karen, Karen worked, his, worked it in there. Sorry. <laughs> Conspiracies. I wanted to bring this up. This happened just, well, okay. So it's kind of a long story. In 1996, mm. four women were imprisoned pretty much for being lesbian. Um, they were accused by two young girls of sexual abuse. Uh, later, the girls came out and said, yeah, we just made that up. We were scared of them because our parents talked about them being lesbians, and we made up the story because we were scared of them. <laughs> so these women served nearly 15 years in prison for doing nothing other than being what lesbian. What year was this? Uh, originally, it was in 1996. In 96? With no evidence? Well, the evidence yeah. was was the children um, testified against them in court. Yeah. Okay. They, they were uh, they worked in daycare. Is it the daycare people? Uh that sounds right. Uh, I can't find it directly. So they were released from prison, but it wasn't until 2016 uh, that the first person was uh, exonerated. And this last week, a judge cleared the records. Of the four women, they are referred to as the San Antonio Four, um, I guess, in some circles. I'd never heard that phrase before. But, yeah, it's just a really wow. horrendous story about the fact that these girls, they got scared because of the way that they these women were talked about and made up a story. And um, two of them got 15-year sentences. One of them got a 37-year prison sentence. Good Lord. Wow. It's just, it's amazing. So they were finally exonerated this last year. 15 years in prison, though. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. the girls did admit to it that they lied. They, it, it definitely, one of them uh, came out and said that, yeah, we made it up. I don't know about the other girl. And they were seven and nine years old at the time. Yeah. There's speculation about, you know, did their parents actually put them up to it? Mm. Mm. I mean, it's either way, I mean, at least... Somewhere down the line, they felt some remorse for what they had done, but it's just, an, it's a crazy that you could sp spend that much time in jail literally for something you didn't do. Right. Right. Like. I mean, it happens all the time, but. Right. Uh, right. Even with, even with irrefutable mm. proof of innocence, that doesn't mean you're getting out of jail. Yeah. That's, there's paperwork that people have to do, and that's a hassle. Or proof that you're guilty. I mean, all these girls had was, right. I guess they coordinated a story really well. Maybe right? that's about it, but yeah, that's all you need, especially in in uh, you know in in this particular case because I mean, one, who are you going to believe, <laughs> the seven year old girl or these you know lesbians, disgusting <laughs> sexual deviants? Mm. Exactly. This was also um, you know female on female related sex crime, so you know there's no. There's not necessarily forcible penetration or semen or DNA or anything like that can, that can be collected. So it, it's, you know, it, it becomes, again, uh, uh, they said versus they said. And, uh, you know, people, you know, won't challenge the credibility of children. So mm -hmm. hard to, yeah, it's, we have a real sketchy criminal justice system. That's for sure. What is, yes, can do. you imagine that sinking feeling of yeah. 
like when they lead you to the jail that first day and go, well, you're here for 15 years and you know you didn't do it. Right. For assaulting a child. Yeah. So the rest of the inmates will love you. Yeah. 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 Um, to answer Heston Gixon, I do not know. Uh, nothing in the article has said anything about, uh, you know, retribution or anything happening to the uh, the the children uh, for making up the lies against these women. Yeah, what? no, this is this is just a we're supposed to give the judge a big round of applause for only taking 25 years to expunge their record. Mm. Well, they've they, been busy. A lot of paperwork. People cannot be bothered. Yeah, they were. They do. They are eligible to collect eighty thousand dollars each in restitution from the state of Texas. That's it. For every year they were wrong. Oh, for, for every year, year they okay. were wrong. Yeah, they're wrongfully imprisoned. Which I will follow up with. That's it. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, I was gonna say it's 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 close to nothing. Yeah, but at least they won't be homeless. Yes, just a crazy Jesus. story. I think the one thing, yeah. the one takeaway is the the justice system deciding that someone is guilty because they happen to be part of a, a marginalized part of society. Yeah, um, you know, you're gay. Clearly, you're guilty. Yeah. Well, these clearly much smarter children have claimed you've done this. <laughs> so mm. what else you got besides saying no? Yeah. Oh, I, I did mean, also want to mention that the the part of the reason I think they were convicted so quickly is there were notes, um, there, there were references to things that were involved in the satanic panic that was mm. still active back oh. in the mid-90s, which, again, we're experiencing again today. Yep. yep. Right. And it was Texas. Well. <laughs> right. So yeah, you're right. Those are all factors. I, I, uh, so now again, it, it, well, sorry, it's just weird that all of this stuff, even horrible stuff seems cyclical. Cause I remember all through the eighties and nineties, we were terrified of Russians. They were mm. enemy number one. And then they, that was kind of played out for most of the two thousands. Mm -hmm. But here we are again. Goddamn Russians yeah. meddling in elections, invading other countries. They're back up to the top. Well, I wouldn't call that odd. I mean, they kind of did it themselves. <laughs> what yeah. do I mean? Like with the satanic panic, I, Satanism isn't real. There's nothing to be afraid of. Why does this same trope reemerge every 15 years or so? I, I told you, I just saw a thing on that. They, I mean, it's what you think it is. What do you think brought this back in such a hardcore way? Religion. Money? Internet. Sure. Hmm. A, a combo of those three things. <laughs> Goddamn social media. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, people will believe the most insane shit. We are not as smart as we think we are. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The very last thing that I have. Um, this is an interesting story if you are at all into uh, UFOs or UAPs. Or whatever you uh, whatever you want to call flying saucers, aliens, or or the like. Yeah, I was gonna say unless this is a very specific story about that they're on their way <laughs> and it's got to get in line to get off this planet and it's first come first serve, then you've got me. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll sit back and enjoy the nonsense. <laughs> so this story I had not heard of before, but apparently in 1996, uh, in January, the U.S. Air Force. This is this is the the story. The U.S. Air Force shot down an unidentified flying object. It crashed six miles from a medium-sized town in southeastern Brazil. Seven days later, two sisters and an older friend, so they're 14, 16, and 21-year-old, 
spotted a frightened alien with big red eyes crouching by a wall. They ran screaming back to their parents. The Brazilian police and military captured the two two aliens. One of them scratched an officer during the capture, who later that morning died from the infection. The U.S. Air Force then confiscated the alien bodies from the Brazilian military and created a huge cover-up to make sure that uh, this didn't get leaked. I have so many questions. <laughs> so many. They're all awesome. <laughs> so wait, are these three girls still alive? Yes, they are. Didn't happen. <laughs> there is no way the cover-up didn't involve the murder of these three girls. Mm. There's no way. What kind of, what an ineffective cover-up. <laughs> so you've already lost me there. I want to hear some of Karen's queries on this. Why, why was the United States Air Force shooting down in things in Brazil? <laughs> We're all over the place, baby. <laughs> we're the world police, clearly. Exactly. Would you be shocked yeah, to find but... out we had bases down there? No, but Brazil has their own air force. Right. What, a couple so, in their own country and their own government and their own military? <laughs> yeah. How dare you, Grinch McScrooge? How dare you? Uh, there is there, there there is a U.S. Air Force base in, in Brazil, by the way. There Was is. there in 1996? <laughs> I think so. I would I say more know. likely in 96 than there is now. <laughs> well, that's 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 probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. It was, it was built in 1923, has been in oh. use since 1941. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's an interesting, um, so if you, if you watch the video, which I, I found amusing, it interviews these women, it interviews people around the area. It's overly dramatic. The video is like a trailer to a movie. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I find it interesting. I, I think it's amusing that, I mean, these people are very convincing. I, I think these people are, they have either really convinced themselves that this actually happened or, you know, saw they saw something. Mm. In any case, it's a it's an interesting um, it's an interesting trailer, and I find the whole the whole I'm fascinated by just how much people go out of their way to believe what they want. Nonsense? Mm. Yeah, well, that's where we started. We started with people <laughs> exactly. pooping in litter boxes. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, also it, it, you know, it also falls into that weird thing where like people just want to be famous too. Sure. Like, even just for a little bit, like, I'll lie and admit, say shit about you because I want to be the star witness at your trial. Mm. You know, or sure. what, you know, whatever it is, like... Ugh. Get your 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Again, and like Jared said, exacerbated by the internet and social media. Mm. The the things that people are willing to jeopardize to just give themselves some internet clout is is seemingly limitless. Two thumbs down. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, it must, and it must seem very powerful because, like, when you look at like YouTube channels, that like, I mean, you know, your Joe Rogans or, you know, whoever big names, PewDiePie, you know, where they have millions and millions of people and millions and millions of dollars following them, that's a big deal. But just think about if you had a YouTube channel and you had consistently just five thousand people hanging on every word you said, just five thousand. You're not even making that your money off of it, but. That many people are looking forward every week to whatever bullshit you're going to spout out. Like, it must be, be kind of like a high. And mm. and you get, like, all this positive reinforcement. Oh, thank you for telling the truth. 
you know, whatever. And right. You know, that's why I never look at the yeah. numbers of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Keep yourself humble. Yep. As far as I know, the nice. amount of people that listen to us are three and they're sitting in the fucking channel right now. <laughs> <laughs> there were four earlier. I yeah. just want to point that out. And, well, five if you count Dustin and Jeff. So, <laughs> Oh, well, sure. I never forget those two. <laughs> yes, and Alpha who, Alpha who hit the road. All right, you guys have anything else? I do, but it doesn't have, I don't have a link for you. Okay. Because I, I could not find the link while I was, was sitting here. And it's really not important because it, it, it ends with... A question and observation. I was reading an article today on CNN about an impending documentary. And in this documentary, they are working to expose that the word homosexual was a mistranslation and has never appeared in the Bible prior to the 40s. And it was, you know, placed there, uh, you know, with ill intent by, you know, someone intentionally mistranslating something. And this movie's not out yet. It's never been screened. But there's already a huge effort by, you know, the, the Christian community, the church to, Squash. you know, try to debunk this and mm. yeah, tell that, nope, this is absolute lies. And that's fine. And I obviously I understand that the Bible, while vastly popular, it's just a book written by men has been, you know, translated from Aramaic to Greek yeah. to Latin <laughs> To, you know, over and over again by monarchs to satisfy their whims and make it say whatever they want. And, you know, sure, maybe they did just add. And I, I don't doubt it for a second that back in 1946, they said, oh, this word that's meant this the whole time. They really meant homosexuality. So now we can we'll work on targeting the gays and, uh, you know, working as hard as we can to hurt them. I, I just why would there be pushback if you were a Christian? Your first thought as a child of God is, oh, you mean this whole time it was just a big misunderstanding? Mm. I'm not obligated to hate the gays? I can go back to loving my brothers and sisters? This is amazing news. Mm. Yes, please. But no, it's the complete opposite. Don't take my hatred away from me. Don't steal our persecution. We are here to hurt people. And that is the only reason we are here when we're not busy raping kids. Yeah, well, it's the only I thing mean, that gets them out of bed in the morning, Ian, mm -hmm. is hate, not the, the hatred. You take that away from them, what do they got? Their lives fucking suck. They're obviously fucking idiots. <laughs> Jeez. I just, I can't imagine not wanting to be free of that hate. Mm. But instead, you you start, you start an expensive campaign to just, to preserve it at all costs. It just seems contradictory to Everything they pretend to stand for it's, it just it has got to be some kind of psychological thing because it and it, it, it this goes even into like just people who consistently vote like G like when we were asking the question how does Marco Rubio get, get into office every time he doesn't do shit but he does do hate well you know mm. and these people always need some kind of boogeyman in their life that's why I if I, if if they got what they wanted Ian right. They got rid of all the gays, right. got rid of all the trans people, got rid of all the Democrats, all the homos, all the fags, you know, and they live in their Republican utopia. I would give them a year and a half before they found somebody within that utopia to fucking hate and try to get rid of. Sure. Right? Because they cannot get up without having that darkness in their fucking heart. Right. For some reason. Right. I don't, it, maybe it's some evolutionary holdover 
territorialism, you know, when we were roving bands of fucking morons, you know, and you had to fight for every inch of food that you could get. I don't know what it is, but it's got to be that because you are right. That is ridiculous that you get to find out that you were wrong about something. It's the same thing like when uh, somebody gets murdered, right? And the family of the murdered victim, they find a person and they go, that's absolutely it. It's him. And they're like, well, we haven't even had the fucking trial yet. You don't even know any of the evidence. I don't care. It's him. And even when there's overwhelming evidence that it's not that person, it's got to be him. And when that person gets exonerated, they're like, no, he he was in a different – he was on the fucking space shuttle when the murder happened. We have videotape of him. <laughs> no, it was it him. Doesn't matter. It's got to be him. Right. You just – there's just no rational thinking. Small-brained idiots. <laughs> and they, Some yeah, cost fallacy. Tough. They love their hate. They love it. Yeah. You're right. But you're right. You were right about their utopia. They would, they, there would be an endless, because of, you know, any, you know, then you could just pivot to minor variations. Well, these, these people who are calling themselves Christians, you can tell they've got the devil's blue eyes. Mm-hmm. We got to burn the blue eyed yep. ones. The redheaded ones. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's just straight. I mean, that's legit, dude. Don't, <laughs> don't joke about yeah, it. Why would God make anybody go bald? I don't know about these bald guys, you know? <laughs> Something weird about it. God must hate them for some reason. Right. Uh, it, 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 it's unbelievable. That's all I got. Thanks for including me. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a real downer. Yeah. They're re- so much. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So aliens in Brazil, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I should have just should have just trusted the boss and let hand end on a fun note. <laughs> all right. Anything else? Anna T- T- Taylor Joy was born in Florida. She's Argentinian, <laughs> not Brazilian. Shush. What? <laughs> there was chatter in the in the in the Discord about you know Anna Taylor Joy being an alien and, and born in Brazil. And no, she's Argentinian, <laughs> born in Florida. <laughs> she does look like an she's alien, sh- though. A hot alien, yeah. but an alien. <laughs> uh, last thing, yeah. Walker and Warnock are in a dead heat. Yeah, it is really mm. close. But neither one of them have 50% right now. That is what I wanted to... Yeah, they're both under 50%. Uh, Walker is ahead by a hair. What, 15, less than 15,000 votes? Looks like a... Th- uh, what I'm looking at, he's up by like 700. Oh, there you go. Votes? <laughs> Fetterman is currently at 51%. Oz is at 46 so still way too close, considering what an idiot Fetterman's running against. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Ohio looks to be leaning Republican in their Senate. Uh, DJ Vance is ahead by a significant amount. Oh. Um, what else was there? How's that uh, Josh Shapiro kid doing? He's doing pretty good. Uh, yeah, going to gov- governor. Uh, Josh Shapiro is at almost 57%. Mastriano is at 41%. Okay. We are the gap at four- between 40, those two 46% is... reporting. Yeah, the gap between those two is greater than the gap between... Um, Fetterman and Oz. Oh, by a lot, yeah. Yeah, which hey, is interesting. Blake Masters is losing <laughs> in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I don't know. See, that's, that's that whole race is, I'm like, Blake Masters, is he the crazy one? Or <laughs> is Carrie Lake the crazy one? Are they both the crazy well, one? Uh, Carrie Lake is a little crazier than Blake Masters. Blake Masters is just a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> okay. Speaking of, but he's losing, right? Speaking and of uh, Carrie Lake, though, she is at forty-four percent. Katie Hobbs is at fifty-five percent. So nice. Oh, yeah, that's too what hard. state is that? I don't remember. Arizona. 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 Okay. 
Like, part... I, I'm so torn on this Carrie Lake thing, because, of course, I don't want her to win. No. But sure. I know if she doesn't win, it's going to be election denial left and right. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to be a shit show. Yeah. Right, but you just... I, I mean... You, you, I don't know <laughs> what to do other than let that fire smolder out right. on its own. Yeah. Like, yes, I, I think that's going to be a thing, at least for the next, uh, you know, two or three election cycles. But I, it's... We're just gonna have to. I don't deal know with that it. election denialism was was popular before, so I'm hoping it doesn't cycle back in when it cycles out. Mm. Trump's got to die eventually and <laughs> take some of that movement with him to the grave. True. Uh, some other people that we all have heard way too much about. We already mentioned Rod DeSantis has clearly been he d- declared the winner. Uh, Greg Abbott oh, has sure. not been declared yet, but he is ahead by ten points over Beto O'Rourke. Fifty-seven uh, percent reporting there. Christy Nome in South Dakota is way ahead, but has not been declared the winner. Right on. Uh, the guy that I mentioned earlier, Mark Ronchetta, who's being backed by the pastor who says yeah. that, you know, he wants New Mexico guy. 100% yeah. abortion. Ronchetta has yeah. 41% of the vote, so is losing by 15 points currently in New Mexico. Okay. So that's good. Sweet. Uh, uh, bad, bad news. It uh, does look like the Republicans are winning uh, seats in the yeah, House. Yeah, I saw that. Oof. No, mm. Not enough to gain majority yet, but there's a lot to go. Yeah, they had five pickups, it right. says, already. Mm. Yeah. And the Senate is 40 and 40. Yeah. So the Fetterman race, the, the Herschel Walker Warnock race, they're still very much, right. very much yeah. uh, in play. Now, the important race races or let you know that we need to focus on north and south dakota arkansas mississippi maryland are all voting on marijuana legal (laughs) if those are of those five those are like the four reddest states i could imagine (laughs) if it takes off there and truly becomes a bipartisan issue ah i can i can feel it it's like it's like a a a fingernails with away (laughs) I'm grasping for it. Let's see. Arkansas, issue four, legalized cannabis against is up 14% with 54% voting. Uh, it's up, up by 14 points. Against it. For nay. For nay. Yeah. Colorado is yes for decriminalization and regulate certain psychedelics. Um, That's something Colorado would do. Yep. Maryland, legalized cannabis is a checkmark yes. Number high. <laughs> Missouri constitutional amendment legalized marijuana, yes, but only up by two points at the moment. Hey, uh, that's all right. North Dakota's not looking good. South Dakota's not looking good. Yeah, useless. Mm. All right, but you got three. uh, You got half of them. Yeah, Colorado, Colorado, Maryland, and Missouri. So so far. All right, I think I'm going to wrap up with that. Yeah, let's end this show. All right. Uh, so first, I uh, want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially uh, those of you who could join us tonight. Grinch, Hesun Kixon, Hypatia, and Alpha um, do appreciate the support and the feedback. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you can support it by joining them, signing up on our Patreon page, and uh, supporting us directly. Uh, you could also share the podcast on social media or leave a review for us. If you want to contact us, you can on our Facebook page or tweeting at ProfaneArg. Also, I'd like to encourage people to check out shows on the soon-to-be-named network. It is a podcasting network, of which we are part. You can find all the podcasts at soontobenamednetwork.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. 
and may your God go with you.